Welcome to Dare to Be You, where we motivate and empower you to become your true self while juggling the challenges of business and life. I'm your host, Savannah Baldwin, a small business owner whose main goal in life is to empower women and help you realize your worth. Join me once a week as we cover how to take back control of your life and business and get you on the path of daring to be you. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the fifth episode of the Dare to Be You podcast. I'm your host, Savannah Baldwin. And today we're going to be talking about why taking care of your mental health is important as a small business owner and a few ideas of how you can start taking care of yours. So I want to jump right into it. So go grab your cup of coffee or your tea and let's chat. Okay, so I know that a lot of times, and I know it's something I specifically struggle with, is feeling guilty about stepping away from our businesses to take care of ourselves. And I feel like this is because society pressures us and has groomed us to go after success and not stop until we get there. And I'm not saying to not go after your dreams and to work hard at them, but I feel like we've been trained to never take a break until we've been run into the ground. And it's important to set aside time for yourself as a small business owner because if you're constantly running your cup dry, how will you continue to pour into your business, your life, your relationships, and self when you have nothing left to give? And something that holds us back from taking care of ourselves is that guilty feeling from taking a little step back from our business. But the thing is, you don't need to ask permission to take a day off from work because you are the boss, you are the owner, and you are your manager. So I wanted to talk today about a couple of ways that you can start taking care of your mental health. And some of them are really simple, but I feel very effective. So my first way that you can start taking care of your mental health is to make sure to understand and practice separating your work life from your home life. And I feel like a lot of the times we bring work home with us, we are constantly thinking about everything that we have to do. And whenever you don't separate your work and home life, you feel like you always have to be working whenever you really don't. So a way to work around this is to set specific hours that you will work and stick to that plan. So I know my thing is I like to do my morning routine. I like to prep myself for the day. And I'm also a college student at the moment. So I get my schoolwork done first and then I dive into my work stuff. And at about 5, 5.30ish, that is when I make myself cut off from working for the day. And I've seen a lot of benefits from doing this. I now don't feel guilty for working until 10, 11 o'clock at night because I'm not taking the time for myself and I'm not hanging out with the people I love and just doing what I need to do to take a step away for a little bit because at 5.30, I turn off my computer and I go do the things that I know I need to do for myself so that the next day I can wake up and do it again and not feel like I ran myself dry the day before. 
Another tip is to have separate work and home spaces. So if you're like me, you might be having your office and your bedroom in the same little space. But something that I have started to do and has really helped me is to not work in my bed. I used to do this all the time in high school and college. I would get my schoolwork done in bed and I felt so unproductive. And whenever I got into bed at night, I felt like I still needed to be doing those things. But now that I have my workspace set up, I sit at my desk whenever I need to get work done. My brain knows whenever I get into bed at night that that is my relaxation spot. That's where I am the most relaxed. That's where I don't feel like I need to be doing everything in the world. And I think that's super important. And if you're lucky to have an office space, utilize that office space. Do your work in there and leave the work in there so that whenever you are in your living room, whenever you're in your bedroom at night, you know that it is okay to relax. It is okay to take a step away from that work. My second way to practice mental health care is to journal. I feel like it's a really good way to get everything that you're feeling in your head out and onto paper. And I know a lot of times we don't feel comfortable sharing what we're feeling with others. That's something that I struggle with. I don't want to put my stress and anxieties and just everything that's going on in my brain onto other people so that they have to worry about it. And that's something that I'm having to work through because I know that's not realistic and it's okay to go to other people to get support. But I also feel like journaling is really beneficial. And when you don't feel comfortable going to someone else, it's the perfect way to just get all of those thoughts out of your head. My third tip is to set aside and make time for your family and friends and the people that you love to be around. I feel like a lot of times we limit ourselves on free time because of how much we feel like needs to be done. And when we do have free time, all we want to do is relax. I know that's something I struggle with. All I want to do whenever I have a little bit of free time is to lay in my bed to catch up on my favorite TV shows. And while all of that is good, and I feel like that's also super important for mental health, I feel like it's important to set aside that time for our family and friends because it's a really good way to fill your cup back up by spending time with people you love who make you happy. And that quality time with those people is really important. My fourth tip is to get out of the house. If you're running your small business from home, I'm sure you've had those moments where you just feel like you're in this confined space and the walls are closing in on you. And a really good way to just break out of those walls is to get out of the house. One of my favorite places to go whenever I still have work to get done, but I just feel like the walls are caving in on me is to go to a coffee shop that I love. I had one back in Lubbock that I would do all of my schoolwork at because I felt more productive there because I was taking myself out of my typical workspace and I felt more productive. I felt motivated there and I knew that I was going there to get work done and that's what I was going to do whenever I was there. 
So other ways that you can get out of the house and something that I like to do is I like to go get my nails done. I like to do a little TLC. And if you have time to step away and you don't have specific work that needs to be done in that instant, go take care of yourself. Go do something that you love to get done. If you're not huge on going to get your nails done, book a massage. Take care of you so that you can take care of your business and your relationships and everything going on in your life. My fifth tip, and it kind of goes off of that last one, is to take a walk. So whenever you're in the middle of a busy workday and you just feel like your brain is so jumbled and you know you have so much to get done, but you just don't have the willpower to do any of it, I feel like a really good way to get out of that headspace is to go get some fresh air. And I like to do this so that I can have a little bit of a mind reset and to just clear all of those thoughts that are going on in my brain. And I know when I go to take a walk, I come back with such a fresh and clean slate in my mind that I feel more productive afterwards because I'm ready to dive back into what needs to be done without feeling like I have a million tabs open in my brain. My sixth tip is to get connected with other small business owners who know exactly what you're going through. And we talked about this in the third episode. So if you haven't listened to that episode yet, I highly recommend it because we talked about five reasons why building that community of other small business owners is super important, but it also relates back to your mental health. Whenever you have that community You can talk to those people who understand what you're going through and experiencing at the moment because we've all gone through those rough times and I think it's super important to know that you can go to those people for support and rely on them and they can rely on you to be there whenever you need someone with open ears and can give you feedback and tips on how you can take care of yourself while also taking care of your business. And you also don't have to feel shameful for how you're feeling. I know sometimes whenever I'm talking to people who aren't small business owners, I feel like I don't want to talk about what I'm struggling with because I feel like they're going to think, well, you decided to be a small business owner. And I know that's not true. And I know most people would not think that, but that's just something that I struggle with in my own head. And so having those other small business owners that I can go to whenever I'm feeling stressed out or I'm having anxieties, I know that I don't have to feel shameful because we all go through hard times as small business owners. And while each journey is separate and our own, I feel like there are lots of similarities and those people are really, really good to rely on and to get support from. My seventh and last tip is to get enough sleep. I am a full believer in getting eight hours of sleep 
and I cannot stray away from it because if I don't, I am a walking zombie. I don't want to talk to anyone. I don't want anyone to look in my direction, and I hate feeling like that. So I know for myself, I need eight hours, but I think it's super important to get around seven to eight. That's the healthy point of getting enough sleep. And an article that I read recently by Healthline stated multiple reasons why getting seven to eight hours of sleep is important. And some of those included decreased risk for heart attack or stroke. It helps with social interactions throughout the day. It improves your immune function. It can help reduce stress and it can increase productivity and concentration. And all of those things are important as small business owners. We have to take our health seriously, both inside and out, or we will not be able to focus on our businesses like we want to. And I, like I said, I'm a firm believer in that. I know that I feel better mentally, physically, emotionally whenever I get enough sleep the night before. So if I were to say out of any of these to start practicing like right now, I would say it's this one. Tonight, make sure you get eight hours of sleep. If that means you have to go to bed at nine o'clock, then do it because I know some people start their days super early. I like to go to sleep at least before 11 and then I usually wake up around 6.30 or 7. So that's like the perfect sweet spot for me, but find yours and start implementing it. And like I said, do it tonight because I promise you tomorrow you will feel better. So those are some ways that you can start taking care of your mental health. If you have any other self-care practices, I'd love to hear them because I'm always looking for different and more ways that I can take care of my mental health. You can message me over on Instagram at dare to be you podcast because I would appreciate the help as well. I hope you loved today's episode and you realize how important it is that you take care of your mental health because you deserve it. Please remember to rate, review, and subscribe and I'll chat with you next week.